Have you heard about Bulletproof? I've heard about them for years. I love coffee and highly recommend Bulletproof for your coffee needs. Bulletproof offers ground, whole bean, and even pods for their coffee. Bulletproof is so much more than just a coffee place. It is a way of life. Bulletproof is functional nutrition here to prove that better is closer than you think. They reimagine nutrition with science-backed and thoroughly sourced ingredients to create quality additions to your daily wellness routine. Whether you're supplementing your vitamin intake or refueling your workout, Bulletproof can help you discover what better feels like. Help support the Block Party and find out what Bulletproof is all about with the affiliate link below. I'm Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta go eat my Bulletproof coffee. This is the Block Party of Minecraft Podcast, Episode 78. We're your host, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Today, we have a super show for y'all. We are recording this live with listener participation via Discord chat. That's right. Today's show includes bowls in Minecraft, the past week in Minecraft, and your listener questions. Touchdown! Check out theblockpartymc.com to enjoy our content, including our amazing YouTube channel, our Bedrock add-on packs, and all the ways to listen, and so much more. Hey, Little C. Man, we are talking about some super stuff and talking about some bowls. Bowls in Minecraft. Super, super, super show. Mm. Mm, I wonder why. I have no idea. I don't know what the correlation is there. No, I think we just wanted to talk about one of the weirdest Minecraft items. Yeah, that's it. Just the wooden bowls in Minecraft. That's it. Yeah. 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 So little C, it is the big game is coming Sunday. Yeah. So we had to talk Something about bowls. About yeah. And make it super. Sense. We are recording this actually on a Friday evening instead of Saturday. Not even evening, just in the middle, like afternoon kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's afternoon. It's like five o'clock in the afternoon for us. So not too bad. of the term afternoon is also evening because it's afternoon, which is 12 o'clock. I mm. suppose so. All right, little C, you ready to get the show going? Bowls in Minecraft. Of course, we had things to get the brains of our listeners going on Discord and such. And we got quite a few responses too, but go ahead and read what we asked them. Do you use bowls in Minecraft? And if so, what is your favorite use? How do you feel about the stews in Minecraft? Mushroom stew, rabbit stew, etc.? Since Sunday is the big game, do you ever host events or are a part of events in a server realm or a world where you have a competition, where you have competitive games or contests? Tell us about those too. Do you make big games in Minecraft? Let's hear about those super games in Minecraft. Anything about bowls in Minecraft goes. Oh, how super. And we did get some response here. Man, we are making it so goofy with these, like, bowls. Yeah, I'm just going for, I uh, I don't know. I, I, I was trying to make a yardage joke, long yards, or, you know, a field goal. I, I don't know. I guess you're going. Man, we're all over yeah. the place. That's what's so fun. All right. Our first comment here comes from Icemaster2222. I love bowls because I love food. And food fits in bowls. Anyway. One time, me and the boys built a giant stadium in Minecraft with iron golems and snow golems as the players. It was pretty cool. Snow golems all the way, of course. 
Suspicious Stew is also really good as it gives you random potion effects. Oh yeah, I also like how you can get infinite food from a mushroom cow if you have one bowl. Yeah, obviously, I, I gotta be an Iron Golems fan there. I'm Go Iron Golems, you got this. Iron Man. That's all I think about with Iron Golems. You we should have an Iron Golem ma- named Iron Man. Yeah, there you go. What it if we sense. retexture the Iron Golem to look like Iron Man? That's what I was just going to say. Definitely need to work on that, don't I? Yeah, you do. Get that in Jericho, maybe. Fancy. Sounds good. I love the idea of having these Iron Golems and these Snow Golems because they'll just move randomly or whatnot as players on the field. And that's that's really cool. And building the stadium in itself. That's awesome, too. Maybe we should build a stadium on Jericho, but have players like fight each other. I guess that'd be more of like the Coliseum or something. Right. We did have a PvP arena. I think that was season two, I believe. Yeah. It worked out well. There was some drama because usually we don't have PvP on. And I think you went a little too far with one of the players and she got a little upset. But it happens, right? Yeah, it's weird with like when you have PvP events because it can be hard. Because like if you have this arena, how do you separate the arena from people just trying to watch? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you get hyped up. You're in a competition and you get hyped up and your emotions are driven and whatnot. Adrenaline, I guess, gets the best of you and you might just try to take everybody out. Yeah, I mean, when you're fighting in PvP, it's very hard to tell the difference between players. Yeah, most definitely. I like the idea of mushrooms, too. Like, those are really OP. If you get one and you, uh, well, get two. If you're going out on a long journey, get two so you can breed them. But if you just have them like next to your big project and it's a really good food, I think. I think mushroom stew is one of the better foods. If you just get it and then you can go and work on your project, go back by the cow, get how what do you milk it kind of with the bowl? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I have that comment when I was making the show notes later. I think that's what I was going through in my head too. What do you call it to get stew from a cow <laughs> with a bowl? Like, uh, I, I, some, I don't know. There's, there's some things we there. don't need to know. Yeah, that might get a little crazy there. But yeah, that's infinite food with that one mushroom and a bowl. That's amazing. All right, what's our next comment? The next comment comes from Kangamar. Wow, I have never made a bowl in Minecraft. I love that after 16 months of playing the game, I've still got things to discover. As I keep saying to a friend, I know as much stuff about Minecraft as I don't know about Minecraft, and I know a lot. Love the interview with Max from Bisect. You can tell that supporting his customers is his priority, and I can certainly vouch for that. That's cool that he gives $50 credit as a prize. Nice. Yeah, bulls in Minecraft, you've been playing, you said, about 16 months playing the game, Kangamar. Yeah, that's about Probably the last time I used a bowl in Minecraft, honestly. Yeah, I think the last bowl that I had was just from killing like a witch or something because I think they drop them. Yeah, it is amazing how much you can learn about Minecraft too. Something as simple as that, right? Bowls are super easy to craft. It's right there available to you day one for sure. And it's not something that you think about and you can discover it later in the game. There are so many aspects of Minecraft like that that absolutely surprises me. Still to this day, we've been playing since 2014, and I still learn stuff all the time. Or even stuff I forget, and I relearn it. Yeah, that happens a lot when you like relearn stuff. 
and like bulls or something that I kind of now that we're doing a show on it, I kind of want to go back and look at it more. And his comment here about Max from Bisect. Yes, we're happy you enjoyed the interview. It was a great interview. We'll talk a little bit more on that and the giveaway, the big giveaway, $50 giveaway. It's huge. It's awesome. Our next comment on bulls and Minecraft comes from US Roadhog. I've made bulls about twice, both times on accident. However, years ago, I did create a PvP arena in creative. Does that count? However, if I had a single player world, I probably would set up a base at a mushroom island thingy and make a mushroom farm. You can stew mushrooms with a bowl and get mushroom stew. I like that. Stew the mushrooms instead of milk. Yeah, I, I, I think he answered our question we just had a little bit earlier in the show. Thank you, U.S. Roadhog. Now I can sleep tonight. That's big brain there. Yes, the mushroom stew is amazing. Again, infinite things. Now, I like the fact that you have not intentionally ever made bowls. I've made all kinds of items like that accidentally, especially in the, the way the crafting works on Bedrock, especially, and even back in the day in Legacy Edition, you'd make all kinds of stuff that you did not mean to do. Especially on Bedrock Edition with the uh, crafting menu, especially if you're not using keyboard and mouse, even with it, I misplace it. Because when you like shift, click, or whatever it's called on controller, Whenever you do that, sometimes it'll put it over to the other slot, even if you're trying to craft that. And I miss craft things a lot, and I find out about items that I didn't know existed three seconds ago. Yes, most definitely. And he did bring up, again, PvP Arena. Is that something you enjoy doing, Little C? Building it? Or, like... And just having one, and having a... in like a... Jericho, right? And having an event like that where we turn it on for a while. I definitely think the event is a fun thing to do to kind of see, especially if you have a cool prize. And I think it's the most fun, I think, is looking at the arena. I know a lot of people on season two went just to see the arena because it was awesome. And I feel like if you built this like giant coliseum, like Roman coliseum feel, that'd be really cool to see for a PvP event. Wink, wink, Jericho members. That'd be really cool to see. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah, most definitely. I definitely appreciated the PvP arena that was built in Season 2. Now, the event itself, I really didn't care about at all. I guess it's kind of fun to watch as the spectator. Yeah. So there is something there, I guess. But as far as me playing in PvP, not happening. It wouldn't go well either way. Anyways, you would just die instantly. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Let me go ahead and get into my thoughts here about bowls in Minecraft. Oh, you mean those things that you catch when trying to fish for books? Oh, yeah, you get them from fishing, too. Yeah, half the time I end up throwing them back in the water. Well, no wonder you catch them so much. <laughs> You're throwing <laughs> yeah, them back in. I just keep the that there might be something to that no i don't think that's how the back end mechanics i work, always but. used to think that's how the mechanics worked like back in the day before i actually learned the mechanics i thought that if you threw a bunch of junk in you'd get more junk fish like fishing right i think that'd be a cool thing to do but it'd that be very be hard cool to way. keep yeah, up on how do you because then it disappears after five minutes and so on and so on but now as Bulls do have a purpose, and honestly, I can't remember the last time I crafted a stew or milked a mushroom, or I guess we're going with stewed a mushroom now. Yep. 
there is something to be said about having a stack of bowls and mushrooms and rabbit meat and all that stuff you need and just being able to craft a decent food as needed and just have an excess amount. Now, you only would want to craft one at a time so you're not filling your inventory because the stews themselves are not stackable. Yeah, and that's what I don't... If they were stackable, I would probably use it all the time, but it'd be kind of overpowered. Yeah, I think that's a little overpowered, but you can still carry the ingredients right so how many ingredients does it take four or five it depends I don't on even what know. you're trying right. to craft but you could have all the ingredients and carry stacks of that around and then you always have the food ready to go and it's True. not a bad food yeah i mean some are better than others i would not suggest beetroot stew but i mean right. it's i mean it's better than just eating the beetroots but whoever I uses totally beetroots. forgot about beetroot stew i, I honestly never yeah. crafted it. i think with beetroots you can make red dye out of them I'm not sure though, but yeah, I think you, you can. can. So that's I do a know good, that. It's yep. a good way to get red dye. And yeah, like we're short on red dye. That's the probably the most easiest dye to get. Well, yeah, we have a poppy farm at our base now. I know. Yeah, gotta get those poppies. It's very maybe very we good. should make a like soup area for new players and just make craft a bunch of bowls and then just have a mushroom where you have to stew it yourself. Yeah, that's definitely a way to go. Like a um, what do you call that? A, a food place, a, a food like pantry, for, or yeah, like a yeah, like not a, a food pantry, a but soup you know, pantry? a soup kitchen, a soup kitchen. That's, that's what it. you're thinking. Yeah, exactly. We could make a little soup kitchen in Jericho. I really like that idea. I tend not to give new players free stuff. Because then they appreciate what we've all put into it Yes, more. but also when you're around shops later on in the season, nothing will spawn as much. So it's hard to get food right away. Yeah, there is that too. So I'm okay with that. I do think on the very first season of Jericho, we did give out free food and that was melons. I had a melon farm, essentially. And yeah. You could get those Can't for free. Can't be giving out melons anymore. You can trade them and get too much money off of them. Yeah, there's more value, but I like that. Just have bowls and return the bowl when you're done or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're cheap enough, right? Yeah, I don't think we'll run out of bowls. All right, that's what I'm going to have to do is get a soup kitchen going. And yes, thank you, Blaze Code, on the live podcast chat for helping us out and getting us to remember soup kitchen. Yeah, sometimes our brains are just not working, and today is one of those days. And we don't live in a city, so we're not around soup kitchens often. Also true. We live in cornfields. We that, have raccoons. That's it. All right. What's yeah. your thoughts on bowls in Minecraft, little thing? Super safe? duper bowls. Woohoo! Bowls are a really nice thing to have. Unlimited food from mushrooms, and you can craft, and I think you can stew suspicious stew. Which you can get some good effects like the saturation effect, I believe. That's the only way you can get that effect in Survival Minecraft. If you get a mushroom, strike it with lightning, and then you have to feed it a dandelion and then milk it. And I think that's how it works, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I know it has something but to do with get flowers and stuff. You can get the saturation definitely. effect, and that's a super overpowered thing to have in food. And it makes it the best food in the game, besides the fact that it's not stackable. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it's all about saturation. And don't mess up crafting it because you might end up with poison or something. I do think we talked about saturation and hunger and all that in one of our earlier shows. Now, of course, you need to be a subscriber to get that show now, but it's only two bucks a month. So definitely become a subscriber. Then you can go back and listen to that. But yeah, we did talk about this, right? The, the difference between hunger and saturation and all that. 
And when I coded the donut pack, I had to balance that out. Zero saturation, and it gives you half a thing of food. It's actually the same saturation as steak, so it's actually decent, but, but it gives you less hunger bars filled. It's just something basically. fun to have. Yeah, exactly. It costs you more than what it's worth. You could just eat the bread and get more value out of it. But it looks really cool, and you designed the image for it, and yeah. it looks really nice. It's a lot of fun to have. Yeah, I think I might have to remake a texture pack for cookies to make them Oreo cookies. I definitely have to rethink this whole bowl thing in Minecraft. Now you're really thinking I about really it after am. these comments. I might have to actually use this a lot more. Right, now and we're just going to have We like do have the mushrooms, the giant mushrooms near us. What? How does that have anything to do with it? The mushroom stew and oh, all that too. No, you know? no, don't so. break the mushrooms because then you don't get the pretty blocks from it. Well, right, but you could just bone meal them and make them large and everything. Wait, you... Oh. Yeah, and now that you've learned about composters recently and <laughs> doing all such that. such a new... So, yeah. I never thought when this was going... When we were studying this topic and kind of brainstorming stuff for this, I never thought of, like, events. Like, so I didn't put anything down, but, like, I definitely think that'd be awesome to do in Jericho, having some sort of big event. I think we should do, like, boat races, have PvP events, and we need a lot more events in Jericho, I think, so that would be really cool to see. Most definitely. All right, this has been actually a pretty good topic overall. I know, Little C, when I came to you with this idea of bulls in Minecraft, you just rolled your eyes at me. Like, yeah. really, dude? Really? You're going to do that? I thought it would be super. It's, it's not going to be as bad as next week's show. Which you'll find out later on. So yeah, keep we'll listening. Talk about that. Before we get off topic here, Blaze Code in the live chat again says Oreo cookies are superior. Totally agree with that, Blaze Code. Yes. And also Oreo hamsters. That's my pet hamster's name. They're also superior. Yes, most definitely. All right. That sums up bowls in Minecraft. Now for the past week in Minecraft, all info from Minecraft.net. Yes, and we got a stable release for Minecraft Bedrock. That's 1.19.60. It's stable. Yay. Yes, that means it's an official release. Uh, it's not yeah. behind a preview in beta. Unlike my balance. So it's actually in game. So be sure to get that. It came out Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. We're just going to cover the highlights here. There yes. was a lot of changes here. This caused some major annoyances for me and a lot of other Bedrock players. Because the every version of it released besides for Windows, which should be the first version on Minecraft Bedrock, you'd think. But it took like a day to release or but a it, while. But it should all be out there now it for should. everybody. I've seen a so few you people be complain good. about it, but it should be out. I've, I've been able to get it. You're always going to have people not able to get it every update, even when it releases right away. So I don't, you know, if you're still having problems, of course, reach out to them. The highlights here are added new spawn egg items for Ender Dragon, Iron Golem, Snow Golem, and Wither Mobs, which can be obtained using commands. They had to make it through commands because um, there's some hat clients and stuff for Bedrock Edition that allow you to like get stuff. So they had to make it super hard to get like from and just imagine you're on a creative world. Someone joins and they just have Wither spawn eggs. Right, or yeah, put that's that a in little, like a spawner. That's or something. a little much, but this is nice for. Like, let's say you're making a map or something like that. Yes, it's make a, lot a of map. Fun. And then, no, you just need to make an add-on pack BS. Here's an add-on pack idea. You replace every dungeon spawner with Ender Dragon spawn eggs inside of it. 
That would be a little much. There's just like thousands of Ender Dragons flying around all the time. Talk about lag problems. Oof. I think I corrupted a Bedrock world just using command blocks to summon Ender Dragons. Don't they once. all fly like when you? They all fly them, in they one all direction. They all fly in one direction. So it or makes whatever. this really cool line if you just have repeating command blocks. Yep. All right. Another highlight here: using a saddle, horse armor, carpet on some mobs will now result in it being equipped. Dispensers can now equip saddle, horse armor, carpet as well. This is such a big feature I'm excited for. It's a stupid feature when you think about it. Like, it's not it's not stupid, but it's just something like, when would you use that? But now that I've heard that it's a thing, I'm like, I kind of want to make an auto horse armor station. Yeah, it does make sense, right? I mean... You can do it to players. Yeah, exactly. You can do it on players, and you can even do it on villagers. You can give them armor if you didn't know that. No, you have to give them dragon heads because it looks hilarious. Do they actually wear it? Yeah, I think so. At least they used to on Legacy Edition. We used to do it all the time on our world. Okay, yeah, man, that's something to test on Bedrock. I haven't seen that in forever. I know the armor you can't see when you do it on villagers, which but I think that should be a thing. It, yeah, it's hard to do with their models because it's not made for their models. They'd have to redo it, and it's not really meant to be an intended feature either. It is a good way to protect your villagers, by the way. Shears in a dispenser now only shear one sheep at a time and can now shear snow golems and mushrooms. Ooh, this one's Okay, not so I great. think it's kind of a nerf, right? Yeah. Because before you and Bedrock does not have entity cramming. So you can have literally thousands of sheep in instantly one instantly sheared. And all instantly of them. sure, and that's a lot of a items. lot of people were complaining about this because the way they built their automatic sheep shears is different than like how you do it. You have yours in each separate like area, whereas most people just have all the colors just slammed into one block. I never even thought about doing that. I didn't even realize it worked before, honestly. Yeah, a lot of that's how a lot of tutorials I've seen and a lot of people, more technical players, do it in their worlds. That's good to know. My way will still work though. Yeah, so we get your automatic creep shear yeah, now. We, that is something, by the way. I do want to start doing tutorials on our YouTube channel again and start doing those again. So I'm excited for that. Maybe I'll redo the automatic sheep shear. Oh no. BS tutorials, just what everyone wants. Enderman skeletons and wither skeletons now only spawn at light level 7 and below instead of 11 and below in the nether. Ooh, interesting. So, you so can basically before mm. what they were doing, they were spawning literally in the portal and instantly going through. Is this going to break gold finds? It doesn't show pigment or anything. No, and it says in the nether. Okay, so it should be fine. So it should be fine. And I tested this because we did have a player on Jericho complain about that and say he built one in a single player world and it wasn't working. So I went back and tested the one we had last season. I tested it in that world. It worked just fine. So. But that was a different, it was off a tutorial, but then it was the one at like your and I's little area, right? Our industrial area. Yes, correct. That one, I actually modified it because I was trying to limit lag that it was causing. So I actually delayed it more. So if anyone's having issues with the gold farms, just add a delay tick to it. I don't think that has anything to do with this, right? Yeah, I think that I think might be a separate issue a separate or something issue. there. So a timing issue or something like that. So or don't worry true. there. Hopefully they don't we, nerf that. Now we don't allow the portal farms anyways, the typical portal farm 
on Jericho because so sad. But yeah, they're it, server game killers. breaking. Yeah, it can be. So we just don't allow it at all. Anyway, so this really doesn't affect us personally. I kind of like that they nerfed it a little bit because it is mm. a little OP. It is OP, but like things like the Wither Skeleton farm that uses portals for like single player, those are really nice to have because they're so OP. Yeah, it's supposed to be hard though, but that that's a whole philosophical thing. I'm always for making it a little bit harder and I, more challenging. I agree with you on that. I want the game to be harder, but I feel like some of those players who do all the farms just because that's what they enjoy doing, it's kind of annoying for them. Right, and then they just want to get on with building or whatever they're going to do, right? Or they just and like to build that, farms for fun. But that's great. There's not a right way or a wrong way to do things in Minecraft. Unless, that's wait, the no, there is one wrong way to do it. Half creative, half survival world. That is like a sin to humanity. Yeah, I agree. That is wrong for sure. Respawn Anchor no longer retains its charges if mined with Silk Touch or picked. Kind of a nerf there also. Wait. Oh, yeah, that is a nerf. That's kind of annoying. So you have to recharge to it. it, but now it's working the way it, I think it was yeah. intended. I mean, it uses glowstone. It's not that big of a deal. I've never messed with those, but I definitely want to. Yeah, I've never messed with them at all. Campfires do not set players and mobs on fire anymore, but still inflict damage and do not destroy minecarts and boats anymore. So this is pretty controversial. Yeah, a lot of people... No, wait, this is a good thing, though. It in, it makes damage, but it won't light things on fire, which is good for pets. Because if your pet just runs over one, they would die almost every time. I lost multiple dogs already this season on Jericho because of that. Yeah, a lot of people don't like it just because it's not realistic. If you walk through fire, you're probably going to catch on fire, right? If yeah, you... but can you leave a tree floating either? Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I've seen all kinds of videos and commentary on this. And for some people, that's a big deal. But yes, it will still do damage, by the way. So if you're using it in like a mob farm, I used to do it in my skeleton farm. I used to kill with campfires. So that still will work. So don't worry about that. That's not a huge nerf. It is nice, like you said, for pets and things like that. Changed various blocks, map colors to appear correctly matched java edition okay i'm hoping that they did this properly because a lot of the schematics that i see in like the pixeloid generators for minecraft map art that i use online to make map art it was for java so the textures some would not look right on maps and it was very annoying so i'm hoping this is fixed i also want them i really want them to fix the bug on maps where like some of it'll black out on the map and you have to re like go to that area where the map is from but i think that's just a weird visual bug yeah, I've just seen a little bit on this one, and yeah, they're just matching it to Java, so parody there, and Yay, it's parody. the way it's supposed to be. And like you said, for my part, might be a good thing there. Added 1.20 features that will now be available behind the next major update toggle. That toggle, you have to turn it on experimental mode. Be careful doing that. Once you do that, you can't set the world back, and Ever? you'll always be in experimental mode. Even after an update. Ooh, yes, that's interesting. Because so, I was thinking about doing that for my single-player world. Yeah, but... it's just for playing around with. And so many people I see on the groups I'm a part of, and they really get mad and frustrated because they don't understand that. So just fair yeah, warning Yeah, I there. feel like the problem is you should be able to turn it off once that official update releases and it's parity between the beta and the regular. 
because if you because i know a lot of people let's players and stuff who do the update and do that so they can play with the new features earlier yeah and usually it's not game breaking or yeah, anything usually, like that i've seen some a few weird it world can corruptions. Be, so just uh, just letting you know i never play in my actual world in experimental mode I, I just don't do it and the same reason we don't do it on the server right yeah i keep it Vanilla, I keep it on the stable release all the time. Now, I will play. I'll start a world just to play around with some of these features. Let's go ahead and get on to some of these features, by the way. When placing a mob head on a note block, that note block will now play one of the ambient sounds of that mob when played by a player or powered by redstone. This is going to lead to a few people on Jericho having complete heart attacks and a few others having some good laughs. Yeah, it's good. Yes. I wonder if the Ender Dragon one works on it. I I don't don't think so. I don't know. Now that you said that, I don't think so, though. I'm just excited for Piglin heads. Yeah, Piglin heads. Piglins will now drop their heads when killed by a charged creeper. Still got to do the charged creeper thing, though. Yeah, imagine getting a charged creeper into the nether safely. It's a two-player operation. Yeah, this this is a that's you, a little scary. You and me are going to be doing a lot of crazy stuff when oh, this update comes he, out. He's already blown up our whole base just trying to get mob heads recently. Yeah, but I have like eleven zombie heads and six creeper heads and like few craters everywhere. Yeah, it does kind of look like a parking lot at a Walmart. All right, the other thing they added in this next major update toggle is added block of bamboo and its stripped variant. Ooh, fancy. So all the stuff we've talked about in previews and betas and all that stuff, and they just put it in that toggle now. So it's a little easier. You don't have to have the preview, basically. The new Create World screen is now available for text-to-speech users, and they are asking for feedback there. Of course, there's a place to go for that. I'm sure you can find it all on Minecraft.net, and we'll list all the changelog There'll be a link in our description somewhere for this change log. So if you want all the details, it was a huge release, really big, major release, not major, I guess, but a big one. Next was Minecraft Bedrock Beta and Preview 1.19.70.22 came out the next day, Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. And again, they have this note, this week's Android beta version may be delayed. I don't know what's up with Android in them lately. And by the time you hear this, it might already be out for all I know. Experimental features removed black lines along the edges of bamboo fences and bamboo fence gates. That was just a visual thing. Importing experimental blocks into a non-experimental world using the structure block will now correctly place unknown blocks which are not interactable. I wonder if it saves the data for when you do update. So then it shows who I don't know if that, you know what I mean good by one. that, but this is all preview stuff and it changes and sometimes they just fix the stuff that's yeah. in, the, in the preview itself and all kinds of things like that. Camels can once again overcome obstacles as high as one block and a half mangrove and bamboo hanging signs are now placed correctly in the creative inventory. So just some organization there on the menus, changes and fixes. Dead bush will now drop sticks when broken with any tool except shears, even those with the silk touch enchantment. Vines will drop nothing in the same situation. So now it's imperative if you want vines or if you want dead bushes, you have to have shears. 
no silk touch for that stuff anymore, which I kind of don't, I don't know how I feel about this one yet. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it does make you use a tool that we have and they're fairly cheap. Shears are cheap enough, but if you want to do it fast, you have to have that efficiency mm. on that. Yeah, this really annoys me because I feel like I'm trying, like I was out in a mesa the other day and I didn't want to lose the dead bushes because they're not, well, they're not rare, but they're not something you can get back and you never know when you're going to need them. So I collected them with my Silk Touch pickaxe. I didn't have shears on me, so that would have been a pain. Yeah, so it, it just makes it that much more valuable, I guess, the dead bushes, if you're into that for decorating or whatever you want to use them for. Redstone source can now power a single block from different sides at the same time. Players can now fall off an edge while sneaking, if not holding the sneak button. Composter now always consumes an item when becoming full. I think that was just like a glitch thing happening. It would become full and essentially you'd be using one less or one extra. I think it was one less is what was happening. Witches will drink a fire resistant potion when standing on a campfire. So I find this hilarious because After they're they not on off. fire yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. I find that funny. It's I wonder if fire hilarious. resistance potions still keep you safe. I guess they do. It works like a magma block now. Campfires function just like magma blocks now. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah, exactly. So but that's still, why. This is a great way. Witches are a great way to get potions before you go to the nether. I found this out on Jericho because we were waiting to go to the nether for a community event. I got fire resistance potions before we went into the nether. Yeah, and everybody's like, how did he get them thinking you cheated or something like that, right? And you're like, witches, and everybody's like, oh, oh big yeah, brain. I forgot about that. Yeah, Little C did a big brain moment for the first time in his life and probably the last. Yeah, that was really cool. All right. <laughs> I, I didn't miss that there, Little C. I had to laugh a little bit. Tweak the keyboard interaction on Android devices for text input fields. Summon command no longer causes some entities to be spawned in at an angle. And of course, there's more change log in the description. I'll let you cover the Java snapshot. This was Minecraft Java snapshot 23W06A. These are the features and changes. Jukeboxes now emit a note particle above them while playing a music disc to match bedrock. Wait, what? Are you telling me Java is taking a feature from Bedrock Edition? Like, Bedrock actually has some features that are kind of cool? Shocking. Yeah, I do find it unbalanced, the way they do parody. But th this is a good thing. This is a good one. Added a new option in the accessibility menu called Damage Tilt for controlling the amount of camera shake when being hurt. This is good. A lot of people were complaining they couldn't turn it off just because it's kind of annoying to see. And Java has a lot more accessibility stuff than Bedrock, which is interesting to me. Not more different because on Java, you can turn on subtitles. You can turn on uh, toggle sprint and stuff like that. And some of that kind of stuff I would love to see on Bedrock. Get on that, Mojang. But yet no controller support. Yeah, it's because it's meant it. Yeah, that is interesting when Isn't you think that about funny? it. Yeah. It's so funny how they do stuff. Updated create new world screen. Tabs can be switched with the keyboard by pressing control plus tab and control plus shift plus tab. 
specific tabs can also be navigated through by pressing control plus tab number added a screen to easily toggle experimental features added painting variants to creative menu i don't know if you guys any of you saw this but there's some cool paintings that are they've been in the game file for like a year and they're just now coming out i'm guessing with the other stuff that's been released recently three new entities have been added for flexible display of items blocks and text added new commands to apply damage to entities yeah you don't have to read those they're just commands there some fancy command stuff that goes right here yep added a new execute sub command for summoning new entity and binding context to it yep, added so like your at s basically and stuff Execute, fancy community summon fancy things that i don't understand yep all that kind of stuff added do vine spread game rule determining if vines will spread to nearby blocks yeah that's kind of nice need this on jericho because vines are so obnoxiously annoying i guess they're op- that annoying in real life though yeah exactly i mean they surround our house in this window that's behind me right now yeah they're very obnoxious they really are here are some fixes the way java does it is they have the things that were wrong these are the things that are wrong but they have been fixed they just don't put fix this like bedrock does because it's the java devs numerous fixes regarding skulk sensors are not activated upon some entity activities and player interactions the warden does not deal the same amount of damage to the player and entities in difficult mode opening a minecart with a hopper provokes piglins even though opening a hopper doesn't provoke them wait what you can use so they fix that i see it was doing that yep wait so you can still use hoppers though to make it so it doesn't provoke them yeah big brain by the way if you don't know put if you want something out of a chest that's in the nether and you have piglins nearby put a hopper underneath the chest and then go into the hopper all funny games until the block under it's the golden block that spawns in bastions or whatever and then they get all mad at you anyways well there is that but just just a little tip and trick there z fighting can be seen on leggings and boots worn by entities the execute on owner subcommand does not select the owner of a horse, donkey, llama, or mule. Using slash ride on an entity in another dimension causes client slash server desync slash execute if loaded POS position. Okay. Alone always fails. In some languages, text is too long and escapes buttons. Blocking attacks with shield causes the damage tilt to play and red damage tint to show and many more technical changes and fixes. All right. Yeah, that sums it up. And in that was Java. So those were all the things they fixed there in that snapshot, of course, still not in the official game. You guys take forever then, though, to get the actual releases like we seem to have a lot more stable releases where they fix a lot of these things. You guys have to live with these problems for a long time, right? Yeah, but we have so many client-side mods that just fix everything before the developers get to it. I gotcha. Yep, definitely. Now it's time for what we have been up to in the past week. I started a Let's Play series on Jericho. Wait, 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 what? I know, I'm making Let's Play videos, just some like basic, super chill, relaxed Let's Plays. And I do like really simple videos, but they're a lot of fun. It's a good way to kind of document how the world has changed. Yeah, it's awesome. It's been a lot of fun. You're already on episode three has been released at the time we recorded this. Yeah. 
And have you done recorded episode four yet? Maybe. Oh my. So look for that for sure. So and that's on your it's YouTube. on one of my YouTubes, yes. It's on a different channel than like Little C. It's on not Little C, because that's my bedrock username. YouTube.com slash at not little C. There you go. Find them there. I built a fountain and statue for our entrance because I really want when you come out of the nether portal, I want it to be this grand epic thing so when people come over to our base to deliver something they're just like whoa yeah i do like the statue i watched that video the other day of you building it and your thought process on tearing it down and rebuilding it and all that it was a lot of fun to see it kind of enlightened me on how you builders and how you visual people like that and not so functional design things in minecraft i yay. don't have that maybe i can help you learn how to build better yay yes definitely and blaze code on our podcast live chat says he's loving the let's play videos thank you blaze code i started selling netherite sorry bascar ingots that's a reference to the mandalorian star wars show great show so i'm selling bascar in my store now and i'm selling them for 12 diamonds each which is pretty expensive for a netherite ingot. It's actually, I don't know. I, but, I think that's probably pretty balanced where we're at right now right, in Jericho. That's what I'm thinking. I'm get, probably going to sell a few so that I can afford to buy some more TNT. And then I just got, I went mining for some, and that'll be on the next Let's Play video. But since you're listening to the TPP, you'll get to know what happens. I get 11 netherite ingots. Whoa, 11. And, yeah, that's a good amount. Wait, I mean, ingots or debris? ingots oh my it was like 40 some debris holy moly that's awesome dude and so i'll probably keep some of those so i can repair my gear which we need just to make get... another right block oh i already did of course oh okay of course yeah that, gotta have that, one that's a flex right there no another right beacon shout out to wire guy last season who he actually made did accomplish one. that on season three I also am planning out, this is something that's very new in the works. I'm planning out an area of our base that's like across the river from like our base area. And I'm clearing out all the trees. I'm going to build these like kind of torn down walls, like fence wall things around it. And it's going to be not lit up at all. And I'm going to use it for killing creepers during thunderstorms to get mob heads. Nice. So our front yard is not getting completely torn up. Craters again. Let's just call it the moon base. I mean, might as well. Yeah, why not? All right. I was going to call it the average U.S. roads. Yeah, that's very true, especially lately. Oh, my goodness. My back hurts after a week of driving all the time. <laughs> all right. The big thing this week for me was the Bedrock update on Tuesday. The update seemed to take way too long, like you mentioned earlier, to release on the Windows Store. Don't know why that is. I don't know if I ever got an answer. Did you get an answer on that one? I kind of. It was from one of the developers on Twitter. And when they released it, they said, it's unblocked now. I don't know if this means anything or not, but that's what they said. And they said, so it should be available. There you go. So when... The updates happen. I'm always stay busy uh, with communication on Jericho SMP that a new update is released and that your device needs to match the server update. And they don't always happen at the same time. So people sometimes think that there's something wrong or whatever. So communication back and forth. I did go ahead and look at the player file that is used for some of our add-ons. 
and it did change with this update a bit. That means I need to update all the packs, which I actually have updated them on the file side of things. I need to get them released for the public. However, they don't really change much at all. You probably won't even notice the difference, so they should go ahead and work the way they're supposed to. I'm waiting to release them until I get the proper thumbnails from my image creator, essentially. Who is this image creator you keep uh, talking about? I don't know. It could be little C over there. I'm just saying. I'm working for so the amount I get paid. If you use our add-ons, make sure to motivate little C to get those images out there so I can release them to the public, all the fixes. But with that, I also am ready to release our AFK pack so it'll keep track of the AFK time. If you've sat still for more than five minutes, it starts ticking and we'll keep track of hours essentially for your AFK time, which is kind of a nice little feature to have. And then the hourglass, which is already released out there, but it hasn't been combined. I also will have a combination pack, have the ultimate pack, so you can get our snooze back, our dead score, and the hourglass and AFK all in one pack, which is amazing. That's what we're using on Jericho right now. And we've been testing it out. It works great. Have you had any problems with that little C? I have not had any issues with it. I love being able to see all that information. The hourglass is keeping track of the minutes and the hours and the days people play. Some of these players, it's insane how much time they put in. It's really kind of concerning, but keep it up, guys. Oh, and Wednesday night, I actually played in Jericho for a significant no, no amount way. of time. I, I played Minecraft. It. Can you believe it? It's a lie. He's lying to no, you. No, I don't believe I it. I stayed up till 4 a.m. Wednesday night into Thursday morning, and I got our iron farm done at our base, little C. Yeah. Wait. What? It makes iron? I thought it was just Oh, for yeah, poppies. our poppy farm. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, good. Now, I don't know why. I've always... Well, last season, I used iron trapdoors on top of hoppers and then the lava on top, and that's how I kill the iron golems. And that's also how I killed the cats, and the cats used to always burn up. This one, the cats are just staying alive under there, so I don't know what the difference is there. They're meow, 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 staying alive. Now, it could be maybe just after time they got to jump up or something and then they'll um, be gone, I guess. Be humanely disposed of, disposed of, made into string. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I might have to work on that a bit, but I was happy to get the functional part. I had to move all the villagers and, of course, get them to link to all the beds and the workstations properly. And it is working it was pumping out pretty well, even the little bit that I was on after I built it. I think we got like three or four stacks pretty quickly. Much quicker than me mining for all the iron. Yeah, most definitely. And then, of course, that next day, I might have slept in a little too long. Nah, really? And then I spent a little time this week working on some details for future show of the podcast and everything. And I'm really actually looking forward to next week because we're going to announce who wins the Bisect hosting contest. Ooh, man, get excited. Yes, I'm super excited for that. So if you haven't entered into that, be sure to look into that. We'll talk a little bit later in the show about that $50 giveaway from Bisect hosting. 
really awesome. Make sure to enter. But now it's time for do 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 do. Listener questions. Our first question comes from Holy Bookworm. Do you ever dream about Minecraft? Literally all the time. Wait, what? I think it is less these days, honestly. But I know when I was still new, I guess, playing in Minecraft, I was constantly learning all I could about the game. And I was constantly working out what I was going to do next and how to build farms and use basic redstone. Having all these problems in my head always ended up following me through the night and I dream overnight about all this and try to work it out while I slept, I guess. Now I just dream of what I will do next. I have read a couple Minecraft books in the past and I remember kind of just falling into those worlds as I'm reading them and then sometimes that carried into dreams too. I mean, after all, Minecraft is life. Wow, that I I have never dreamed about Minecraft, let alone I don't dream that often in general. My brain has no activity while I sleep, let alone while I'm awake, but my brain has very li- Can you stop shoving a microphone in my brain, please? <laughs> but talking about like daydreaming or something, I do that all the time. I'll just be sitting in my office chair kind of staring at the ceiling thinking about oh, what am I going to do in Minecraft? Or like kind of when you're playing, but you don't really know what you're going to be doing and you're kind of just sitting there thinking about what you should build next. Or like when you're supposed to be doing school. Yeah, that too. Yeah, of course. All right, our next question came from Kangamar. What are your memories of your first experience with the Ender Dragon? I ask because we got to fight it for the first time yesterday. We've had our SMP for over a year and have just never been in a rush to get there. No other player on the server has been there either. My son purchased some Eyes of Ender from another player and two of us set off to find the end portal. We weren't going to go in straight away as I had no gear with me, but he suddenly jumped through the portal and I followed him for fun. It was hilarious. My job was to run around in circles to keep the Ender Dragon distracted whilst my son attacked the end crystals. I was screaming the whole time and we were jumping up and down when we finally beat it. Such a great experience after all these months of playing the game. That is really cool. It sounds like you were turned into a rodeo clown for the (laughs) end fight. Yeah, pretty much. I don't remember the first time fighting the Ender Dragon. I honestly have done it so many times now. It's just another mob to kill at this point. It's just something you do to get done so you can get shulker boxes and elytras. I remember always not being able to see anything with pumpkin heads. This was like on PlayStation before we had the super overpowered texture packs that just hide it all together. Right. Like, so we can just walk around the pumpkin heads all the time and it doesn't matter. But I remember that was a big deal and it made it kind of scary because you can only see so many spots on the screen and a lot of it was hidden. Yeah, I'm trying to remember back the first time and wow, that was such a long time ago for us. I Do you know I just let you, Little C, do most of the fighting of the dragon? Every single time. And you had to be like, I don't know, eight years old or something like that? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yes, I was a grown man making my child fight the scary battles for me. I'm scared. 
I do know, I remember how nervous and heart pumping it was for me early on when playing anytime we went to the end and I'd get all nervous and adrenaline and all this stuff. Now I just make sure I take some buckets with me, a fishing rod and make a quick lake and I go fishing while others fight off the dragon and it just becomes a flying nuisance around my head. I still make you, Little C, go destroy the end crystals, though. That, that's your job. No, I make everyone else on Jericho do, and now I, I just sit I back know, and watch, too. And, and it is fun, because we do have players that are brand new or maybe never even fought that. So then all of the veteran dragon? players oh. will be like, okay, we'll help you. And then when the noobs go in and fight it, we just all sit back and Yeah, watch. we just kind of sit back and watch it. But it's fun. It's a good experience for them. So they can actually get the experience of the first time and, and things like that, too. And they can get a too. few deaths on the dead score. Yeah, got to get the dead score up. That's for sure. And Gangamar, it sounds like you and me are just being good fathers. That That's what it's all about. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like. I never really have that feeling anymore of being like that complete scared or I didn't before the warden. Now that feeling of like that when you go into the end or even like that when you're really new to the game and you're going into these caves or you're fighting the ender dragon or the wither or something that was super scary. I don't have that anymore fighting withers or ender dragons or caving because I'm just so immune to that scariness i don't know your heart was pumping pretty good with the warden though on that oh, no. video but with the warden i totally have that again so the warden i think one because it's new and two just because of how scary and terrifyingly of a horror game it made minecraft that is awesome cool. that they were able to bring that feeling back to you now like Kangamar made... said him and his son had that feeling with the ender dragon because yeah. that's the first time they fought it and i remember that feeling yeah and it was overpowering too. But you were able to get that again with the warden, which is awesome. only only it was about 10 times worse with the warden. Right. And some of that now, too, is you've grown up a bit. I mean, you're not eight years old anymore fighting the Ender Dragon. That is true. You still are eight years old. Yeah, I, 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 I'm still scared. I, I don't like doing the scary stuff. I get scared. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit here. Little C. Don't forget. The giveaway for a $50 credit to Bisect Hosting. There are multiple ways to enter. Be sure to check the link below for all the details. The most entries are going to be for voicemail. You get three entries. And then email or text will get you two entries. And then if you go ahead and do the Discord way, you get one entry into it. And so you either get three, two, or one entry per player essentially or per person you'll only be entered once basically so no matter how many comments or questions you get in there but that's fine we love the comments and the questions and all the ways but voicemail is the number one way to do it and all your entries they've got to be in by 8 p.m eastern friday february 17th 2023 now we did get an entry via voicemail oh man yes i'm excited to play this and I'll go ahead and play the clip here. It it sounds really good. Really appreciate you doing this, by the way. So here it goes. Hey, Bearded Sloth, Little C, and Holy Bookworm. Hey, this is Kangamar. I'm sending you Minecraft greetings all the way from Ireland. Yes, I know you guys probably pronounce it Ireland with three syllables, but we say Ireland here in Ireland. That's right. 
thousands, thousands, maybe not thousands, hundreds of miles away across the Atlantic Ocean. Yes, uh, it is me, Kangamar. I uh, just want to say I've listened to every episode of the podcast. It's really, really good. I believe this might be the first voice message you've got. I think so. I think uh, I might go to the record books for that. I uh, just want to say the interview with Max was really cool from Bisect. And I couldn't believe it when you said you're going to have him. I was like, oh, that's the guy. Uh, he's really, really good. And uh, the hosting uh, package I have with him is great. Really good value. I actually upgraded to the next one so I can have 24 players on the server and it's uh, it's excellent. Anyway, guys, just wanted to say hi there and I really hope uh, you keep up the show. It's really good and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers, Kangamar. Thank you for that. Yeah, That's really you. awesome. Thank you so much for the comment from Ireland. Ireland? Ireland. I- Ireland. I don't know. So, I'm thinking of how I say it. When I first listened back to him saying that, right, I'm like trying to hear the difference between the two. And he does. He says Ireland. So it's two syllables instead of three, like you and I would say it. Yeah. That's interesting. It is stuff like that. Now, he did think that he was the first voicemail, but we have played voicemails in the past. The first voicemail for the giveaway, though. That's right. Yes. Definitely for the giveaway. And that's awesome. You also can leave us a voicemail. So you can do it. You can, if you really want, you can email us an audio clip. If you really want to do that, that's the way he did it. Or you can call us on our number, of course, 1-260-222-7240. Now, you need next week's comment to be able to get in on this. Yeah. So next week's topic will be love in Minecraft. We'll be talking all about love mode in Minecraft and the breeding mechanics that are involved. Think of things like farming animals, breeding up pets, horses, etc. Also villagers and how they multiply and what it takes to make that happen. This should be a lovely show. So love in Minecraft. Aren't you excited? Isn't it going to be so lovely. lovely? It will be lovely. So be sure to get your comments in and get them in this week. You only got till Friday. Go, 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 go. February 17th, 2023. And actually, if you want the comments on the show, usually I require them by Thursday night. Because he gets it done. But if you get them in, if you get just a generic message or something, you got till Friday to be entered into the giveaway. We should be announcing that. I'm hoping on the show, if not right after who won that. So, yep. It should be good. Really excited. And of course, do you know why we're doing love in Minecraft, Little C? Because you ran out of topic ideas? Well, Valentine's Day is happening this week. So I thought after the fact, we could talk about love in Minecraft. Because Valentine's Day is all about the love. Feel free to email us with any questions or comments for future shows. Our email is contact at theblockpartymc.com. You should join our Discord to be part of the fun there. You can also call or text us at 1-260-222-7240. I thought Valentine's Day was about getting candy on sale. That's after the fact. Yeah, but still. Yeah, definitely. Candy is a big factor there. All right, before we go. It's time for Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. What do you call a thieving alligator? A crocodile. Thank you, Holy Bookworm, for that. Uh, It's not a crocodile. It's a crocodile. But alligators and crocodiles are two different species of alligator, like that reptile. It's a crocodile, not a crocodile. But 
It just you could. Oh my goodness! I, I over explained the joke. Be sure to tell your friends that don't get jokes to check out all the ways to listen. Jericho SMP info, our YouTube channel, Bedrock Add-on Packs, and so much more at theblockpartymc.com. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Be sure to send us your questions on our Discord website. Text us at 1-260-222-7240 or email us at contact at theblockpartymc.com. I am Bearded Sloth. BS out. And I'm Little C, and goodbye, everybody.